Big tech earnings weigh in the market, COVID-19 numbers continue to rise, and the election continues to create major uncertainty. This is the Running With The Money podcast. Let's get into it. The Dow Jones down 383 points, NASDAQ down 316 points, and of course the S&P 500 down a whopping 62 points. All the while, the VIX continues to roar up another 74 cents today, up 2%. This thing is just skyrocketing. The VIX now all the way up at 38 points, implying huge volatility. In fact, that is all the way up to levels we were seeing back when COVID-19 was running rampant throughout the country. And well, it's just continuing. We're seeing crazy COVID numbers, and that's really what I want to hit hard on right off the bat today. Um, according to CNBC, COVID-19 numbers as of Thursday recorded another 88,521 cases yesterday, and that brings the seven-day moving average to 76,590 new cases a day, according to John Hopkins University and CNBC's reporting. This is not good, people. This is definitely not good, and we can see it across the market. Most of the market selling off today, not a lot of green in this market per se, and really what is taking the brunt of the hit oddly, even though COVID numbers are rising, is tech, and um, we're going to get into that. So leading right off of the COVID numbers, which are just terrible, terrible numbers. Um, nothing we really wanted, but it looks like it's only going to get worse. Um, so the market's going to need to prepare for that. And therefore, I think you're eventually going to see your stay at home names start to go up again. Um, we aren't seeing it today. And, you know, that's really quite odd. Today's more of a broader market sell off. Um, we're seeing some of the banks up for some reason. Maybe that's anticipation of a uh, possible stimulus deal. But we also got news on the stimulus deal today. Um, a quick update on the stimulus. McConnell, um, Mitch McConnell of the Senate saying that most likely we won't get a deal until possibly the first of 2021. That is the rumor, um, which is insane. In my personal opinion, it'd be nice if our government would get off the rear ends and finally do something for this country once again. But apparently they can't do that. Apparently the election is more important than getting a stimulus deal passed for the American people. And honestly, that's disgraceful on every single one of them. Every single one of them, absolutely disgraceful. But we're not here to talk politics, and we're not here to talk about COVID-19. We're here to talk about the stock market, and we got to dig in to these earnings last night. My goodness, a lot of great numbers, but as I noted, the market didn't like them. And honestly, this is exactly what I typically have an issue with. When it comes to the street, this is my typical issue with the street, is in the stock market overall. Are you? I mean, are you kidding me? You know, these companies, Amazon reported solid numbers, the stock's down. It shouldn't be down on those earnings. And that is one of the most ridiculous things ever. Taking a look at these numbers, taking a look at these Amazon numbers, they were they were great and, and they're down and they shouldn't be down. I find it absolutely ridiculous that they are down. So I want to dig into these numbers real quick. Um, taking a look, I thought there was, there was a lot of great things. They added hundreds of thousands of jobs. They were expanding in the India, um, they noted. And, you know, just the overall numbers, you know, were just great. Operating cash flow increased 56% to $55.3 billion. 
Um, free cash flow also increased to $29.5 billion. Net sales increased 37%. That is creating a sales level, a sales revenue of $96.1 billion for the third quarter. Are you kidding me? And the stock is down on this going into a holiday season when COVID-19 numbers are coming back harder than ever. And I just want you to think a minute. If these are the numbers they're turning out in the third quarter, when COVID-19 is not even, you know, it, you know, throughout the third quarter, really, COVID-19 has not been terrible. Now it's getting really, really bad again. And if we start to go back on lockdowns, if this country starts to lock back up going into a winter season that all the health experts say is going to be very, very dark when it comes to COVID-19. So COVID-19 is going to get way worse from here, supposedly. The stock is down. That doesn't make sense. You buy Amazon here. You buy Amazon here. I think you buy Amazon here. I want to add to Amazon. If I could add to Amazon in a portfolio I manage, I would right now because I like Amazon. It's currently trading at 3300 No, 3,038 points. It's down 173 today. It's down 5% on solid earnings. And they were nitpicking at this guidance. And honestly, I don't think this is guidance to nitpick at. You know, yes, was AWS a little weak, according to the analyst? Yes, you know, AWS was a little weak. Amazon Web Services, you know, it could have been stronger. I would have liked to seen it a little bit stronger. But we can't let that hold us back. And really what it comes down to is this company is going to do absolutely phenomenal throughout COVID-19. And I I read through their statements um, from earnings yesterday, and they're all positive. I, I hardly saw a negative comment. They're spending more money to keep their employees healthy, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, if you're if you're mad about them keeping their employees healthy, then I don't know what in the world you are thinking, but I'd rather see a company spend more, a little more cash on keeping their employees healthy to stay out of trouble in the future than not and get in the trouble in the future and send the stock super low. I don't want that. So taking a look at this guidance, net sales are expected to be between $112 billion and $121 billion. That is a growth rate of 28 to 38% compared with the fourth quarter of 2019. Are you kidding me? And the stock is down on this. 28 to 38% growth. We're going into a holiday season in which everyone's probably going to be locked up inside. And this stock is down. Completely no common sense going into the sellers today. Taking a look at you know, operating income that missed slightly. They, uh, Amazon reported 1 billion to $4.5 billion in expected operating income. The expectation was $5.8 billion. You know, I think that's a bit ridiculous people. Um, Amazon spending a little more. In fact, they actually noted, um, this guidance assumes approximately $4 billion in cost related to COVID-19. So, you know, they're spending more money to keep their employees safe. And if that hurts operating income, then so be it. The company is still growing, you know, net sales insanely. And well, they're just an all around great company. I like Amazon here. You really dig into the numbers and they were just solid, solid numbers. I like Amazon. I think you buy it here on a low. The next one we have to dig into and the one I really want to nail on is Apple. Now, I've been bullish on Apple. I have a position on Apple. I will let you know, I added the Apple today down seven points. I find that absolutely ridiculous. And here is why. First off, taking a look at it, they beat on revenues. So it was a beat right off the bat. 
Um, the company posted quarterly revenue of $64.7 billion. And, you know, that's great. They also reported an earnings per share of $0.73. Cents. Solid. Um, so I really liked the report out of Apple. Um, now, there was a few things I did not like. iPhone sales obviously slowed down. But what we have to note here is this was on the third quarter. And due to the new release being delayed, we're not going to see all this new super cycle of new 5G phones. We're not going to see those results in this report. And actually, I believe Tim Cook noted this in the call that the new phones, the new crown jewels of the company that supposedly are getting these huge pre-order amounts wasn't accounted for in this earnings report. So, you know, the market is taking that without even considering what's going on. So due to the delay in iPhones, you see a delay in iPhone sales, rightfully so. Another thing I did not like was a decrease in China sales, but it was hardly anything. Um, really digging into the balance sheet, I believe it wasn't insanely, um, you know, it wasn't huge. In fact, in 2019, they were at $11.134 billion. And they came in now this quarter um, at $7.946 billion. So, you know, that's the three-month quarter period. And that's not bad. Um, it's not great. But in every other segment um, regionally, we saw Apple increase. So I really liked that. Um, another thing I liked out of Apple was the fact that the Mac and the iPad, the wearables, home, home and accessories, and services all increased. And I really liked the fact that their sales um, in the services segment, their, you know, their revenue coming through there accounted for $14,549,000, which is far exceeding what it was the quarter prior which when it was at $12,511 billion. Um, and, you know, that's exactly what I want to see out of Apple is we're continually seeing the fact that they are becoming more and more and more of a services and software company. And I believe that is the next step for Apple. That's what most people believe is if Apple can become more of a services and software company, they can start to see much higher rates of growth again. Um, and they can open up a whole nother line of revenue that will make this company more and more insane, I guess. I, mean, I, I don't really know how you want to put it. They're already one of the best companies on earth. And this is only going to make them an even better company if they can get more into the services segment. So I think Apple is wrongfully down today. I thought the report was solid. I think the reaction on down iPhone sales is ridiculous considering the delays to the iPhone 12. Um, so we're not seeing that in this quarterly report. So I think it's a bit ridiculous that we're seeing that. Um, now, the no guidance thing. You can take it whatever way you want. I took it as, okay, they don't want to deliver guidance because of COVID-19. Apple typically is conservative on guidance. I understand that. Um, that's not a negative for me. At the end of the day, they grew in the heat of COVID-19 a few months ago significantly, and they're going to do it again. That's my hunch. They continue to. And if they come out with a huge beat next quarter, are you kidding me? Their, their stock should roar if they come out with a beat off no guidance next quarter. So I absolutely love Apple here. I think you add just like I did today. I really like it. And that's why I'm saying add to Apple. Um, now, further, Teladoc. They reported earnings. Stellar numbers when I briefly took a look at them. But the stock is down. Ridiculous. I think you buy Teladoc. I think it, that's a long-term hold. If you look out like five years. I think Teladoc's going to be huge. Um, I think, you know, the whole telehealth gig, the whole entire telehealth industry, the newer telehealth industry is going to be massive. And if COVID-19 stays around like this, 
people. Telehealth is only going to grow. Telehealth is only going to grow. And that's why I like Teladoc. Now, I'd also like to touch on Facebook, Google, and Starbucks just very, very quickly. Now, I took a look at Starbucks. And I'm going to talk about Starbucks before I talk about Facebook and Google. We're going to split it up a little here. Um, Starbucks. You know, yes, the quarter had some declines in it. But remember where we are. We're in the heat of COVID-19. Now, the experts are saying that in the United States, we're not going to see a gigantic amount of lockdowns again. And, you know, that's a positive. But what really baffled me about the Starbucks report in a good way, it was a good baffling, um, was the fact that they expect to pretty much be back to pre-COVID levels. Solid, solid growth by the end of 2021. And I believe that that is only going to make them stronger as a company. I think COVID-19 made them stronger as a company and opened up um, new ways to deliver their product, their coffee, and all the products to sell at the stores. So I think that is awesome. I think that Starbucks can continue to grow even through this pandemic. Um, they continue to open new stores up around the globe. They continue to expand into China. And the fact that they're going to fully recover, their expectations to fully recover pretty much by the end of 2021. I like it. I think you buy Starbucks, especially today. I believe Starbucks is absolutely getting slammed today as well. Um, at least it was this morning. Yes, Starbucks down nearly two bucks. It's down roughly two percent. Um, I really like Starbucks. That's it's currently trading off four dollars off of its ninety dollars six month high. So I, I like that. I like Starbucks. Um, pre COVID, it was trading much higher. It was trading in the mid nineties. Um, so I think you can buy Starbucks here. It's it stays out of the volatility quite quite well. It doesn't just like collapse like what we're seeing out of these tech names. Um, and that's why I really, really like Starbucks long-term hold for me. Um, I really, 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 really like the name. Now, moving into Facebook and Google. These two names were really the names of the night. Now, Google had a great quarter. Um, we saw abnormally lower spending from Google. Um, you know, the worry's always been with Google is that they overspend and this quarter they didn't. Um, now, both of these companies also saw something that's very promising for the social media and online plays that are purely um, monetization income mostly. And what we saw here was, you know, monetization came back. The advertisers came back to the social media plays and both Facebook and Google beat expectations. Taking a look at Facebook, um, they reported a year-over-year -year change percent base um, in total revenues of 22%, and you know they reported $21.470 billion in total revenues. That's up from 2019 levels um, of $17.652 billion, and this is all third quarter, um, just the third quarter. So excellent, excellent, excellent numbers coming out of Facebook. Um, they're advertising. Now, this is really, really really where you want to dig into it advertising facebook 2020 q3 21.221 billion dollars 2019 17.383 billion dollars so advertisers came back and they came back strong and here's why they're starting to realize that the future is e-commerce and what comes along with e-commerce digital advertising no longer are these huge physical advertising um events happening you know there's not advertising going on in a football stadium there's no one at the football stadium besides the players. So there's not much advertising um, physically going around. It's all digital advertising. And that is why you saw Facebook and Google both beat. Now, I have one worry with Google, and I think the street is majorly overlooking it. Um, if we look at the growth by percentage, we see in 2019, 
um, in the court in the third quarter, they had an increase in revenue year over year of 20%. But if we look at 2020, they only saw a 14% year over year increase. So a slowdown in the percentage at which um, revenues are increasing. So I didn't like that. Also, what I didn't like is the fact that, you know, operating margin only increased by 1% year over year. That's a bit weak. That's pretty slow growth on operating um, margin. So, you know, I look at these numbers. Yes, they were good. They were solid. In fact, all of these companies, all of the big tech reported very, very solid numbers. Um, So, you know, really the overall consensus for me on these companies is buy, buy them, buy them. I want you to buy Apple, Amazon, and Facebook. They're all getting slapped today and maybe pick up some Google. I think Google's the one to own too, you know, and Starbucks is one to own too. These numbers that reported yesterday in this week, these, these numbers that were reported from these great companies were solid, solid numbers here. And what I like about all of them is they can all continue to grow throughout COVID. These big tech names, they can continue to grow throughout COVID-19. And if COVID-19 comes back this winter, I firmly believe that the stocks that people will return to are going to be these big tech names. They're not going to go to the banks if COVID-19 comes back. They're not. It doesn't make sense. They're not going to go to the cruise lines if COVID-19 comes back stronger than ever. They're not going to go to the travel stocks whatsoever if COVID-19 comes stronger back than ever. And they're not going to go to the manufacturing or the industrials. It doesn't make sense. Why go there when COVID-19 is a huge risk and is going through the roof and could shut those industries all back down once again? I think I've made my point there. Now, moving into a pick that I really like going in the COVID-19. It's a COVID-19 play. And I keep hammering on these COVID-19 plays because, well, guys... That's what you have to own when COVID numbers go up. Now, yes, we have the election. Yes, they're going to go walloped today, but everything is on sale today. All of these solid names, your Apple, your Amazon, your Take-Two, your Activision are all on sale today. And, you know, the commonality of why these names are going down is because of guidance. And this is what I have to say about the guidance. A huge company, the best companies in the world that are often conservative on guidance are not going to give you skyrocket guidance When COVID-19, the biggest economic risk at the moment to the United States is running rampant, numbers are skyrocketing. They're not going to give you insane guidance. They're just not. It does not make any sense whatsoever. So a name I really like, Take-Two. Take-Two Interactive Software, a gaming stock, runningwiththemoney.com, just dropped a breakdown on it. I wrote it. Um, You know, And this name is just excellent. They own two major gaming franchises, such as 2K and Rockstar Games. They have 93 titles to be released um, by 2025. Gaming has been going through the roof. Um, The new gaming consoles are coming out this year um, very quickly. In fact, I think the PlayStation possibly just released. I'm not completely sure on that. But the new gaming consoles, the PlayStation from Sony and then the Xboxes from um, Microsoft, are just they're, they're dropping, and every every single time a new console comes out, these gaming stocks do well, and that's why I really like Take-Two, the fact that they have such a great pipeline of games over the next few years, the fact that COVID-19 is boosting the amount of people playing video games. Like, think about it. This winter, if COVID-19 comes back harsher than ever, which it looks like it is, it already is, people are going to be inside gaming. People are going to be inside playing games, gaming away, and 
What are they going to do it? Where are they going to get their games? Well, everyone loves 2K. 2K is a massive franchise. They're going to have they're going to see just insane sales. Rockstar Games, GTA, massive franchise. I think you see outsized growth from Take Two. And what's crazy about Take Two and what makes it so attractive to me is the fundamentals. I, I mean, I look at these numbers, and first thing I want to dig into is the balance sheet. First off, they have no debt. Second off, their liabilities are $2.718 billion, which is far less than their total assets of $5.369 billion. So overall, their debt and liabilities are far underweighted compared to their assets and their cash and short-term investments, which is $2.285 billion. So financially balanced sheet speaking, they're terrific. I mean, that balance sheet is, I'd consider that a terrific balance sheet. Secondly, taking a look at the growth. If you look at Q2, they reported revenues of $996 million. That represented a 135.94% growth. Not only that, but on unrestricted cash flow, non-GAAP, um, increased to $324 million in Q2, and that represents 595% growth. So what I'm seeing here is excellent numbers. And then they gave full year 2021 guidance um, and take two management expects full year net revenues of $2.80 billion to $2.90 billion and net income of 349 to $380 million. So the numbers are terrific. They are. They're just terrific. And with COVID-19 coming back, that sets take two up for an excellent runway going into the future. And that is why I like take two. So much. I think you buy it here. It is down the day. Actually, um, last time I checked it this morning, this stock was trading. Yeah, it's down nearly nine points today, 154 bucks a share. It looks like it's going for a bottom that it made a, uh, in September all the way down to Wowza. 154. So it's going back to that 154 bottom. It looks like it could double bottom. They have earnings coming up next week. I think you buy take two here. Um, I might try the free up cash to buy some take two here. I really like take two. It's really attractive to me. And I think they do well in the quarterly report. Um, I think people have continued the game this whole time. And I think they will only continue the game going into the future, especially given the boost from COVID-19. Now, who reports soon? So next week, we see a bunch of reports. We see American Tower. That's a major 5G play. We see PayPal report, waste management report, Clorox, another huge COVID-19 play, Oracle, Bristol-Myers, CVS Health, another COVID-19 play, Square, which is getting hammered today. I mean, I looked at Square and my, oh my, down 16 points today. Square's down 10% today. Um, I think you might want to nibble on Square. An excellent name that's just getting absolutely walloped. Regeneron, Uber, GM, Peloton, another name, COVID-19 name, that has just gone on a tear this year and is currently down five points, 110. I might wait a little longer on Peloton. Don't buy that yet. That has run very, very, very far. Um, and honestly, I look at Peloton and I like the company. I like the growth you're seeing out of the company, but it's not a tech company. It's It's... It's an exercise equipment company that has, you know, it was some, one of the analysts on CNBC said it best. It's just a bike with an iPad strapped to it. Um, so honestly, I, I think you hold off on Peloton until it gets, until it gets a little cheaper. Um, 
But, you know, I like Peloton long. I think you see consistently more and more people leaving the gym and coming back home and working out because it's easier. It's safer from a health perspective. Um, and really, that's, you know, that's just the outlook. That's where trends are going right now. And there's no arguing with the trends. Now, Electronic Arts, another video game stock, reports next week. Roku reports next week. The Trade Desk reports next week. Wayfair, another COVID-19 monster, reports next week. Cloudflare reports next week. Um, HubSpot and then Norton LifeLock also report next week. So a lot of great names report next week. I didn't mean to be repetitive. Um, so, you know, I want you to keep an eye on those names reporting next week, especially PayPal and Square and CVS Health. And um, let's see here. Take two. Obviously, keep an eye on those um, because I think those are all COVID-19 plays that have probably benefited. And I think they're going to beat just like we saw from big tech last night. Now, do we get the same sell-off reaction? I don't know. Next week is election week and we could see two things play out. And this is what I'm going to end off on real quick is the election. And here's my view of what happens depending on who's elected. If Biden wins the election that night, we know, I think you're going to see a market sell-off due to, um, feared tax hikes, very, very significant tax hikes. And, you know, I don't think the market's going to like that, but only short term. I think long term, the stock market does do well under Biden. Trump wins. I think that's a surprise to the market if Trump wins. I think um, they'll see that as a positive because taxes will stay low or at least go lower. Um, and I think the market goes up off of the surprise that taxes will maintain and stay lower. And then finally, if it's undetermined on election night, I think you see a sell-off out of fear. I think you see a sell-off out of uncertainty, and the market does not like uncertainty. That is all for the show today. I want you to be doing some buying today, people. Everything is on sale. These great names that we talk about every day, that I talk about on my Twitter every single day, are on sale. Heck, the great names we talked about today are on sale. So I want you to go do some buying today. Everything's on sale. Eat, sleep, profit, and trade on. (laughs) 